Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hi. <laughs> and Tom's here, our psychiatrist. You really throw me off now. No, go keep, keep it up. <laughs> professional. Hmm. We're supposed to be professional. And we're here to give you our professional. <laughs> Stop it. Rewind. <laughs> Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Season, season 13. 13. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bowl. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast. Clang. Hey, <laughs> how was that? that was, is that better for you? It was, it was. There Tom, was a, you really got to stay on the board. Wall, yeah. you know, two years in the making well, here. you're the one who deviated from <laughs> yeah. the push buttons. Look, I'm sorry that I ref. I'm sorry that I can, you know, go on my own flow, Tom, but you need you need to keep up. I've never described myself. It's as, called improv. I've yes, never and. described myself as an improv yes, and. comedian. Yes, and. It's, it's just not my realm of I think podcasts every week is some kind of improv, Tom. I improv every day. Existence is improv. <laughs> I am improv, okay? <laughs> Do you know who I am? Hey, everyone, welcome back. Now, this week, we've got a reunion episode. We have, we have. And so, you know what? We just, we just watched the whole thing now, and then we just threw on the mic. You know, got this, got the studio ready. Mm-hmm. Um, did a bit the of studio, yes. Yeah, turned on the aircon. Oh, you know, opened the curtains, got the sound oh, barriers up. Let that sunshine. On our twenty-fourth story studio here in London. And now we're ready to give you guys what we think and how we feel, or just general chit chat. I think this is going to be a chit chat kind of episode. It is because we we have watched the whole thing through, guys. Because it's not one of those episodes like a conventional episode where you watch a segment, yeah. get a reaction, you know, anticipate what's going to happen. It's it's very. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and this might be controversial oh, yet brave God. opinion. It's it doesn't. I didn't get a huge amount from this episode. It was I didn't I didn't like get a lot of excitement. It was cute. It was cute. Was it a filler episode? Was it a Joey J? Joey J. Episode. It was a Joey J. Episode. It was, it was. They really tried to drag out the season. I they think did. this was. You know what? I'm happy that there was a reunion. I'm not gonna say that I'm not unhappy. I really do like to see. Because this is them. Well, this is them. Hold up, Tom. Please. I'm, I'm, just I'm, take a sip. I, I because do, you absolutely need to shut up. Okay? I know what you're going to say, and I'm going to pounce on the reply. That's all. What I want to say is that it's really, really good for them. To, because what we're seeing now, this is recorded after, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's not recorded um, at the same time as the filming was done. This is recording now. So they would have recorded this quite recently. Usually. After they had seen the episode. Yeah. So now we're seeing them react to how they were perceived. And so I liked that part of it. Because sometimes you get to see them kind of air how they mm-hmm. feel. But then, of course, a lot of things are a bit, like, edited out. And they're still under contract as well. Yes. Now, reunions have gone through a significant evolution over the years. Um and we've had some fantastic moments from reunions. I love a proper reunion episode. And we'll come to in a moment what I would consider a pre- proper reunion episode. No, 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 we've got time. But literally, this is our moment. I mean, the first few seasons... Before you get into that, though, I do want to say hi to Beth and Leslie Al. Oh. Now, they are our two listeners who have left us reviews. And Yay. I'm going to read it out quickly, okay? Um, Shout out Beth. to Beth and Leslie Al. Beth says, it's my absolute favorite podcast. Dr. Tom and Bolo have me howling every week. And their drag race knowledge is second to none. Oh, thank well, you. Can you say that on top of a hill and write it on stone slabs please because that seems to be the consensus thank you very much thank you every podcast and this is so funny because tom's drinking as i say this every podcast is like a bottomless brunch gossip (laughs) with friends i recommend this to everyone absolutely tom why are there three glasses of wine in front of us one's yours i will say oh my god can i just so i've got a red wine tom's got a red wine and he's got another full white wine in front of him are you mixing it's because if what you, a DJ! If, Look at you. If you drink white wine after red wine, it stops you feeling rough. Is it a Tom? It's, that's a bit like Lucille saying. Yeah. Um, which you, which you alcoholic told you this? You can't leave vodka open because it just goes off. <laughs> You've got to drink the whole thing. <laughs> oh, 
I don't think that's how it works. So that was that was Beth. Thank you, um, Beth. Also wrote that on Podchaser. Ever since we've given everyone the option of leaving reviews on Podchaser, we've actually started to get a few more. Yeah. Listening, if you um if you want to write a review for us, what it does is it really helps our algorithm. Oh, it does, guys. And it, you and know what? So more importantly, for. it helps our self esteem. Oh my gosh. You know, it gets me out of bed in the morning. <laughs> it makes me want to turn on the damn mics. Uh, so if you want to keep this motivation flowing, <laughs> hey, here's an idea: write us a review. A fragile self esteem just <laughs> yeah. really benefits from it. So uh, thank you. Now the other one was from Leslie L, uh-huh. who says, "Love, love, love." No doubt about it. My number one favorite podcast about Drag Race. Okay, oh, that enough on you. its own thank as you, gold. Leslie. Yeah, Tom. So kind. Thank you. Have you gone on Podchaser and created an account? <laughs> Are you Leslie L? It's something I would do. I've, <laughs> yeah. done it, I've done it with a few vi- YouTube videos that I've appeared on going, oh, Dr. Tom is a hottie. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Leslie continues to say, I love how they have a great friendship. Oh, hmm. Well, um, has its ups and downs. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let, let's she te- say- she, they're testing me, RuPaul. They're <laughs> testing me. Kind and of have, um, And can have witty banter back and forth. The best part is how quick the podcast is uploaded. Thank you very, very much. I mean, I... I I do this thing where I edit as I go, uh-huh. and it's only because of my uh, degree and mm-hmm. my love for um, multimedia. Yeah. Is there, I, it's, it's it's up there. I always compliment your production skills. You are fantastic. After I watch the newest episode of Drag Race, usually, if not always, they have their podcast on the episode up later, later in the night. Mm-hmm. And look forward to hearing it every week. Professional, professional. Professional. Always a big fan. Always listen. Thank you very much to Thank Leslie. Thank you so much, Beth and, and Leslie. Beth, and if you would like to leave us a review whether it be on apple podcasts or whatever platform you're listening to please do so i will get a notification and i'll be happy to read it out it helps us so much and it gets you a shout out guys it gets you a shout out more importantly you're a star you're a star today you're the star that shira hole never was (laughs) the media you are a star so let's get into actually before we get into it i do want to say that i i understand what you mean about a real reunion because a real reunion yeah. is like when that drama is out there. Now, look, do you want to, should we go through our best reunion moments? Can I just firstly say, as an overview, to, to my mind, there are like four phases of reunions, if you like. There was the first three seasons we had these super duper organic, after the finale, we know who's won, everybody meets up and hashes everything out season four onwards till about season eight the reunion was combined with the finale and it was in front of a live audience who gave, gave it a very different feel but there's still some cool moments yeah and then um we went back to we went back to the old format after that from season nine to season 11 they had the reunion um which was actually filmed after the finale so mm-hmm. feels feels were there but it was released before the finale. Yeah. And then the past two, we've had this oh, somewhat dubious Zoom finale kind of sit, a Zoom reunion thing going on, which is not my favourite, but they're doing their best and we'll get to it in a moment. But I want to know, Paolo, what are your favourite reunion moments? Well, I always, and I've quoted it often, mm-hmm. as the... Um Tatiana versus Raven. Oh my gosh! In season so two, isn't it? So good. I tell you what, it's because there's so much hypocrisy there. First, first yeah. of all, Tatiana is in her feelings. She She's really, like really you. What, what does he say to Raven? You you called me shit. And yeah, Raven's yeah. like, I would never say that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the the editing comes up. You're shit. You're shit. You're shit. <laughs> you're, she shit. She shit. I, that was awesome. It's like, uh, Raven, you're beautiful on the outside, but your insides are dark and nasty. What? And then she she also cut off Raven. Yeah, I'm not finished yet. (laughs) I'm not finished. I let you speak. You'll talk when I'm done. You'll talk when I'm... Exactly. The thing is, you called me shit. I know I said some bad shit. I love how she brushed that under the carpet. She's like, yeah, I said some bad shit, but let's just focus on what you did to me. Mm -hmm. Because not earlier on, I was like, "Um, hi, wasn't uh, Morgan McMichael saying that you did exactly the same thing? How dare you go for Raven when you... called her a... Morgan like a whore. whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, I don't like, mean it. Like, it's okay. I didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay when she does it, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's very much the Nina complex. Mm. Um, because you didn't when, say JK though. You didn't say JK though. But when when it happens to her, it's, she's a victim. But when um, she does it to other people, it's not the same thing. Very that. But it was so organic, and it was such a good reunion because there was so much real feeling. So so there was so little production. Yeah. Yes. Involved. Exactly. Oh, is there any others from season two? Oh, it's just generally all around good. I mean, um, really, you know, prof- 
great moment was Sonique coming out as a trans woman. Yeah, you know that was a really that was prominent. that was really lovely and heartfelt. And I you will could see say, the emotion. You know, it was you know, the film was like this really spontaneous. No, you know, RuPaul thing. was a bloodhound. Absolutely, RuPaul yeah, smelled yeah, yeah. drama. She smelled something. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, when talk to me, yeah. talk to me, and, oh, and then she let, she let her vulnerable side come out. She did. Look at me. I'm I'm coming up to you as mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah. I care about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameras, yeah. are you zoomed in? Sound check? Is my thing. mic fine? Cool. I care about you. Now tell me yeah. about your story here, just between us girls. And Sonique walked off stage to a suspiciously well lit area, I will <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah. So after the, after you make a confession, I want you to walk here to this X mm-hmm. here. This is your yeah, mark yeah, on yeah, the yeah. spot. And then I want you to just have a confession. RuPaul will then join mm-hmm. you. And Lovely production. Morgan will comfort you. Uh, Nicole Page Brooks, you, you sit there, okay? Yeah. We don't need you for this bit. Morgan, I'll do this yeah. bit. RuPaul, I want you to walk five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, and go. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Nice, nice, seamless, Still, seamless transition. I, I wish the show had continued with that precedent of the kind of like embracing trans women because we know we know the show has been criticised for that. It, it has been you know, criticised. I think mm. it's like everyone's um, storyline. It's a journey, mm. and people need to realise that what RuPaul says isn't the end or be all. Mm-hmm. That's her feelings. And can also evolve. She can I also, hope. yeah, she has evolved. Yeah. Have you seen, like, there's a, she has evolved from what it seems like. She's back now, she's saying, oh, since got mixed, she's actually changed her feelings. And it's, mm-hmm. it's good for you to, to finally meet your arrogance in the mirror and say hi and yeah. then confront her and then realize you're, you're wrong. Yeah. The best thing is when you can actually say you're wrong and then, okay, you, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. What I said, I said what I said, but it was wrong. Um, I'm embracing it. I've changed. Speaking of Sonique, we're expecting to see her back for All Stars 6. That'll be great. Fantastic awesome. lip sync oh, performance. We cannot forget season one. I don't see oh, you walking children in nature. So good. Timmy Brown. So good. Timmy Brown and, and Chanel. These are $500 pants. You pay too much. You pay too much. <laughs> Chanel was she came there ready to let them know how she felt. Yeah. Like, do you know who I am? She would not accept Santino's apology. She's like, no. No, I'm not ready to look at you. I can't look at you. No. Yes. And Tammy Brown, you caught us losers. You caught us losers. Girl, she... Tammy uh, Brown should just be on every TV show. I want Tammy Brown back. If you have not seen the legendary Golden Years, which is season one and two and three, because I think a lot of the yeah. the first three seasons, I think from season four onwards, that's when uh, mainstream media started to get onto it because of Sharon Needles. Season four was the real like taking off season. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It started to take off, and then season five solidified. solidified yeah. Okay, we're mainstream, and then from there onwards, it was just like bam. But the golden years, I feel, is one, two, and three, and you have like you do not know an entity, a being like Tammy Brown. Oh, she's fantastic. Was, she's the kooky that all the other queens claim they are, but she's the real deal. But she is the real she's, deal. She's not a high concept character. She is Tammy Brown. Yeah, that's it. Like. And on All Stars 1, she was just as good. What Come about- on, Teletubby, teleport us to Mars. Talk to me about the Heathers in the season three. I, I, always, I always thought that was kind of a child. I, I never really got the board into the Heathers thing. I mean, it, it was a source of drama that felt relatively organic compared to some of the stuff we've seen later. I mean, I think it was genuinely two friendship groups that kind of faced off against each other based on, like, aesthetics and values, really. Um, and, you know, I, I think kind of like heading up, it was basically kind of Raja versus Shangela with their friends around them kind of thing. And it really, really fizzled out after um, Shangela went home because the top four were Manila, Raja... Jada and Alexis and they were kind of all pals at that point were they I think so I think they they had a healthy respect for each other at that point I think you know the Heathers could see these are actually really polished queens and um, Jada and Alexis were kind of like oh well they're alright really I think once they dropped the bitchiness I always felt that what would have been so powerful at that reunion Mm -hmm. is when they were going to make Who's Hanny? Stacey Lane Stacey, Matthews. Yeah, and they yeah. said, oh, we're sorry that we, you know, we called you boogers. Here, you could be an honorary Heather. They I, gave thought, the necklace. I thought the most powerful thing would yeah. be for her to, to reject the yeah, Heathers. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. beautiful without your label. I'm not a Heather, I'm a Stacey. Yes, exactly. I thought, I was like, please don't accept it. Please don't accept it. And then she accepted it. And I was like, come on. Come it, on. It was a bit that. It was, it was a bit like, it was a bit like when. Because like, um, it confirmed that I'm angry that I'm not part of you. I'm not beautiful because I'm not part of the Heathers. Mm-hmm. So, 
she accepted that I don't need that to be beautiful. It was a bit like on in, my own, I'm enough. In Breakfast Club, when Molly Ringwald gives that girl a makeover and makes her like conventionally pretty and turns her from a goth into like a, a pretty girl, mm. so it's a bit like, oh, that's a bit disappointing. Just stay being you. I feel like we're going through these seasons. Okay, what about let's, let's, season four? Well, season four, it was the first kind it was, of reunion it, in front of a, an audience kind of thing. Great moments in that were like Willem versus Fifi, basically. It was, Fifi it was, it was Fifi versus Willem and Fifi versus Jiggly. That yeah. kind of moment, wasn't it? But the Fifi versus Willem created, was the birth of um, She's a Psychopath. And I'm yeah. not going to RuPologize. So good. And that's... And then that was it. Rupologize became a, a hit singles on iTunes and I also, Spotify. I did. I also enjoyed seeing, you know, that moment of Willem and RuPaul interacting because I think they've got so many similarities as people. And it's such a shame that they've fallen out and we, we're never really going to see them interact together again. They've got some fundamental differences in values, but they've got so many. I think they're just too similar in a lot of ways. Um, you know, highly intelligent, very savvy aware people very very funny the thing about willem is that willem's very very i think willem for all you can try to say about how you think about her personally i think she genuinely is genuine she is honest she is genuine in her feelings and it's up to you to decide whether or not someone like that fits in your life fits in your circle but willem is not fake as far as willem is not fake as far as fifi is fake yeah, I mean, as far as Rue's concerned, Willem's so much of a loose cannon to be allowed anywhere near her, really. She calls too much out. Exactly, and that's why there was that confrontation with Fifi and Willem, because Fifi mm-hmm. was going hard for Willem throughout the season. There was just something about Willem that Fifi could not take, and I think that Fifi was it was really an intimidation, and it was, it was. really it was it was a, a, an insecurity. Yeah. yeah, like, all you're good for is buying shoes. Uh, all, yeah. all you're doing, well... Using somebody's credit card. Whose credit card? Yeah. To buy shoes. Whose credit card? Like, there was just so much of that. And then what really, really kind of put the last piece of dirt mm-hmm. on the coffin for Fifi was when her close sister, yeah. Jiggly Caliente, came also out. Also coming back for All Star 6. Yeah. Jiggly, oh, yes. As a trans woman. Again, as a Look at that. Yeah, living her truth. Yeah. Because Fifi and Jiggly Caliente were very, very close. Mm-hmm. And then when Jiggly saw the reunion, saw the episodes, she was like, "Oh, yeah. bitch, set me up. You, but you're my home girl. You came to my house. We chilled." That was what really let everyone know that this girl is there's something wrong with her because she went mm-hmm. against her own sister, her you, own best friend. You know, it's also rumored. Do you remember when in the boat challenge, Jiggly was running around going like, "Where's my tits?" and she couldn't find her boobies. Yes, it's rumored that Fifi hit them. <gasps> Well, I heard that actually. Mm. I, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny, but it's rumored. Well, well, here we have our guest Willem. And I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I think like going forward, the next few sort of live finales, there wasn't a huge amount of like drama aired. Not really. It, it doesn't have the same effect in front of an audience. And they went back to the old system with season nine, which for my money is a, a real return to form when it comes to reunions because it was filmed after a very surprising um finale where Sasha had won and Shay was out at the first opportunity thanks to the devastation of the rose petals yeah and the new format that was the first time the new format existed isn't it and Shay was out for blood in that reunion Shay was not gonna let anything go in like a really cool way though it's not like she was being some horrible bitch monster she was just like i'm not letting anyone get away with anything i've got nothing to lose (laughs) literally i've already lost yeah so i don't really care Mm -hmm. so yeah Victims of this massacre the beauty of The beauty of season nine uh-huh. is that people didn't realize, and if you don't know, well, now you know, that the reunion was filmed after the finale. Yeah. So even though that the the reunion was um, shown on TV before the finale, because they tried to set it up as though there's mm-hmm. a reunion, and then next week we've got the finale. It was yeah. even said on the reunion, but that's not the case. Um, it happened the other way around. The, the reunion came after the actual show. Yeah. So that that was number one because now you're you're getting everyone's real reactions uh-huh. and 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 then you really kind of started to see everyone just it was so not good. holding back. It was one it was one of the best reunions, especially for a latter day one. Um, and I think what you just described there was a very clever decision by production, but also a very mean decision to ask all these girls to sit down together when some of them have have lost the the thing that they really felt like was promised to them. That kind of thing. 
But um, victims of the massacre included Charlie Hyde, Alexis Michelle, uh, and Valentina. I tell you what was surprising as well because everyone was saying season nine every, it, it was RuPaul's best, best friend, friend race. race. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, they're just too nice, too nice. And then the reunion was just like a massacre. It was a bloodbath. Yeah, the reunion was like, what the hell? Everyone really held on to their feelings for uh-huh. that reunion because no one held back. It was such a contrast so to good. what we were watching every week on the TV. Raja's, uh, Raja, Aja's reaction faces were a real star of the show and also Nina Benina Brown's iconic yeah. pointy finger. How many times do I do that to you? Daily. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what she said. Mm-hmm. So who, who do you want to first discuss? Let's discuss the... Let's go with Shay, because she was she was out she, she was, was out for it. Like if, if if you if there's a whiff of bullshit here, then I'm going to shut you down. Yeah, and you will know about it. Yeah, but she was snorting for bullshit. So, there oh, was, oh, I smell it there, Valentina. When, when Alexis tried to stick up for Valentina, she I was love like, that. I, I know you want your little redemption moment with her fans here, and then seconds later, what did Alexis do? Well, first of all, Alexis was trying to stick up for Valentina. The girl tried. She yeah, wrote the, down the words. The girl everyone's tried. criticizing Valentina about the lip sync, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and then Alexis was st- she was the only one that was kind of sticking mm-hmm. up for her. She was like, "Well, you know, the girl. I, I want everyone to know, and I want her friends to know <laughs> that the girl tried. I saw her watch write down the lyrics, <laughs> and then that's, she, that, that's my impression of Alexis. <laughs> and then she was like, "Girl, I know you're trying to get your redemption." moment mm-hmm. but let's be real seconds later yeah. like five seconds later she's like <laughs> but i called you valentina yeah. i caught i facetimed you crying <laughs> saying that your fans are telling me to kill myself because i didn't give you my spot your it's fans like, were calling me an ugly pig monster and <laughs> i was crying on the phone to you i was facetiming i was crying <laughs> that that was awesome how quick how quick elixir's changed as yeah, soon as she so was funny. called out as soon yeah. as she was called out too the, she also, was like fine i'll be honest you didn't stick up for me. The many excuses of Charlie Hyde were priceless as well. Because she went oh, from, Lord. I don't know if you know this, but I duct taped my ribs. And it's like, yes, I did also have diarrhea. And I was running on empty. And nobody lip syncs where I come from. And she, she, it's really, really funny. And my she, asthma was playing up. Yeah, my yeah. asthma was And I hurt my back. Did I touch you? I had a bad back. Yeah, I've got a bad back. And she fumbled this, like, quite good joke. But she fumbled it. She says, I make, I, I, I make sushi. I don't do it well but I do it twice a year. And then uh, it was so good because uh, Trinity was like, if, if, if you're going to have an excuse, just have one excuse, not 10. Okay. And then she kept bringing it up as well because like as soon as, you know, they're coming for Valentina, she was like, at least she owns up to it. Charlie, you don't. And then Charlie, she looked really kind of like, why are you still coming Charlie, from- the best thing she could have done was being, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I stuffed it up. I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But, but because she didn't really own up to it, I think everyone was still a bit like, you know what? No, yeah. you're not like getting off the leash. I'm going I'm to I'm call your name anytime I smell something similar to them. Mm. And but, then the iconic as well, um, not Miss Congeniality, but fan favorite. Yes, Aja. Yeah. I mean, she was... Aja was great in this. And then Pharamone had a great moment with, you don't love me. Yes, that was there as well. What else? I mean, season nine was really, really full of a lot of them, especially when uh, the whole Valentina. Mm. And this is this is very, very correct for them to do this. Valentina, her fans were coming for Nina Bonina Brown, mm-hmm. for everyone, anyone that kind of stood in the way of Valentina or didn't really offer their life to mm-hmm. Valentina. Her fans were coming for everyone hard. And Valentina was saying, look, I didn't I didn't know this was happening. I'm not really on social media. And Cher was like, you can say you're not on social media. But when we were on that mm-hmm. tour, you were checking every like, every follow, every comment. And then calling her out. Really. Shay, the enforcer of the episode. I mean, yeah. Shay just had nothing to lose at this point. It was no. And that, that was, so season nine was a great reunion. One more I do want to talk about was the awkwardness of season, it was season 11. Completely agree. I was going to mention it myself. Season 11, the Brooklyn and Vanjie. There, think... there were so many awkward moments <clears throat> in this one. That was, well, not not only the reunion. What about the beginning? The promo? Yeah. How you can't find it on YouTube anymore because they took it down. Oh, it was that God. bad. That was so. Why I... would they get a a a, a twink of a I'm sorry a, a twink of an ice skater who has no experience with wit no experience with banter no experience with interviewing Absolutely. no experience he 
All he doesn't speak. Adam. He's Adam, a nice skater. He doesn't speak. He skates. Adam his his mouth doesn't move. He don't lip sync. <laughs> he, he skates. He get everything they said. He went. I love that. I yeah, love that. I was like, I was like, why are they I getting him? Yeah, what? I love that. I was, I was like, what the? Like, I'm sure he's a perfectly lovely guy, but like, it was a classic example, really, of you know choosing somebody who's trendy in the moment cute white twink put him in an inappropriate position really i'm not against twinks tom you're kind of a twink until you if you shaved if you shaved i'm far your beard. too old to be a twink thank you but you were a t- were you a twink you were probably a twink. i've seen photos of you see so you don't care don't come for me because i love tom it, it's in my past it's in my yeah, past tom, i've moved past it tom's uh tom's come out of it cult. how did you survive how did you survive the twink culture i just as soon as i was able to grow enough a thick enough beard yeah. i moved on please you paint it on <laughs> you, there might be a little bit yeah, of beard dye involved. you paint on that beard you ain't fooling no one don't, don't try it uh, what i found awkward was the brooklyn banjo because Everyone knows, and I'm going to say mm. it. I want to say it, Tom. I'm mm-hmm. going to risk being cancelled. Go on, go on. I won't cancel you. Brooklyn used Vanjie for clout. She did. I fully agree. Yep. That relationship was it was fabricated on Brooklyn's part. Brooklyn, Brooklyn knew Vanjie went viral. She has so many yeah. more followers. I have so much to gain from being, um, from some way connecting with Vanjie. Yeah. That was a fake relationship. And then you can actually see how hurt Vanjie was in that reunion. Mm-hmm. You can see it. Shut heartbroken. Like, Vanjie clearly wanted Brooklyn more. was like, okay, done, dusted, next. She was, thank yeah. you, next. Thank you. Next. Oh, I'm grateful for my head. Thank and, uh, you. Akira called it out. She did. Also an All Star Six. Um, so, yeah. Do you notice that all of the people that we're saying is dramatic mm-hmm. are the ones being called back for All Star? I think it's going to be a really good All Star. Trend alert! I think it's going to be really good. My, my, my favorite moment was like a really weird, fake produced moment when um Kana Montrese just she was very like I've really not had any airtime this season so I need to correct something and she called out Mercedes Aman and was like you put up that um video of the lip sync and you didn't have any <laughs> consideration for my feelings so um I'm mad at you and that makes you a shady that doesn't make you opulent that makes you shady mm. and it was like Kinda look, love. You clearly was, gorgeous. Was, yeah, clearly gorgeous and very talented. Didn't get a good, you know, showing on the show. I would not. Do that was, not. you know what? That was S Club Seven reach. Mm-hmm. That was reach. <laughs> it was reach for the stars. That was reach. I was like, girl, like you know, Fantastic Four stretch because you were stretching for something. I was like, what are you reaching for, girl? Like, back it up. Reed Richards yeah. himself could not was, reach further. I was like, she bendier than you. I was like, well, she, 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 she coming for your gig, Reed. She coming for your gig. Okay, look, we've we've done enough chatter. I think that's the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> no. thank you for listening to our podcast. You know what? That's more interesting than what we saw today. Can we be honest? Well, this these reunion was just do not work. They're too overproduced and too bland. I'm afraid there was no no one confronted anyone. I wanted to yeah. see Tamara, Tamisha, and Candy reunion. I wanted to see Elliot and Candy. I wanted to see. I wanted to see conversations. I wanted to see confrontations. Absolutely. I was like, there was nothing happened. It I was. I was. Tina Burner confront RuPaul. Like, why do you hate? me what yeah. did graham say to you yeah what did graham tell you mm. okay because you only heard one side of the story okay <laughs> you heard your own version of untapped okay <laughs> I, I mean there was so many things that weren't caught out but let's let's just go through it in our normal style first of all mm-hmm. i do want to say that i you are looking really good with that haircut dr tom i've had a haircut because we're allowed now yes goodness. no no longer are you cutting my hair although also you did do a good job yeah but i've had an actual haircut from a professional professional i got my haircut today i want to tell you something really really funny I went there and I sat down and um when I sat down someone else sat down next to me okay mm. I have l- luscious thick black Polynesian Absolutely. hair okay like Moana mm-hmm. that's the hair I have but short okay mm. the male version I sat down in that chair and he was doing a simple cut short on the sides and scissors at the top mm-hmm. three people occupied the chair next to me one left another one sat down he left another one sat down i was like oh my gosh uh, i'm really really sorry for the man cutting my hair because see the beads of sweat on his head i'm like oh I'm he like, got a repetitive strain injury i was i was like hair. oh god so i tipped him at the end of it i'm like oh, so yeah, yeah i was like hey hey you will pay you a little bit extra because i know that you you know you lost two other clients because of this hair mm. but the reason i didn't go on the day so we were allowed to go for haircuts on monday i did not want to go this week i only mm. went today because you you told me there was no queue but 
I didn't want to go this week because to cut my hair, you need all your energy. Yeah. You need you 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 cannot not be focused. You have to be focused when you're cutting my hair. You need a Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Coke. It's just Coke. Both. <laughs> Both versions of Coke. You need to be alert when you're dealing with my hair mm-hmm. because it's as you know my hair. It's it's gorgeous, thick, wavy Samoan yeah. hair. So uh, I didn't want to go. I didn't want them to be exhausted. I needed them to be refreshed. Mm-hmm. I was going to go next week, but I went today on the Saturday. And I'm really, really happy with my hair. You look very, very handsome. Thank you, Tom. I mean, regardless of that. I will pay you that compliment and we'll leave it there. Regardless of that. So what do you want to talk about with this reunion? Should we talk about and just girl by girl, like briefly mention what was said, which wasn't that much actually, but maybe just give our reflections on like what impact this girl made on the season. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll talk a little bit about the looks. I will say the looks aren't like spectacular. It's very kind of like, this is what I had in my flat and I'm sitting down in front of a Zoom call so i'm not going to get that dressed up exactly exactly very few of them had a high concept apart from denali who i think actually used what i believe would have been her finale look okay Mm. well let's start with kimura because kimura was the first out okay her outfit so she was one of the girls who actually made an effort the only girl this was again very like sheer dressed by bob mackie with this gorgeous beaded wig i mean kimura is the epitome of beauty and she's so so beautiful yes yeah. so they talked about a few things in like oh she was late for everything and oh she loves bob mackie and she's very very beautiful and um she was rooting for us rooting for us i was rooting her outfit, for us her outfit was very very uh, delicious it was very she very was stunningly beautiful wasn't it but this well, we already know that nothing new but she did a lip sync i can't remember to what song would you say she was the mo- Oh, glamorous in this place. She was in that Zoom <laughs> chat. Yeah, she, she definitely really was. was. So it, it's on Vogue. It's an on Vogue song. Okay. She's like a sultry bubble bath thing where with a gentleman caller. She's. I mean, she's a sexy lady, and she talked she's about her very, re- very representation beautiful. as an Asian man doing drag. So and I think that was really, really important. I would love to have heard more about that in this current climate wouldn't you well what what climate is this time well just we've seen this awful awful disgusting wave of hate against asian people fueled by the likes of donald trump you say this disgusting wave of hate towards asian people mm-hmm. uh, that hate's always been there mm-hmm. i know that for a fact mm-hmm. um it's coming to light yes it's coming to light yes. that oh, okay look the asian community they're also being kind of attacked and it was really really nice to hear Kimura bring them bring up Asian representation and how other people can you know relate to her and her experiences yeah oh bless you bless you you. gosh allergic to racism (laughs) yeah that's what it was now you know going to her lip sync uh to that song on Vogue I just was like I got flashbacks to Crazy Rich Asian. Everything looked damn expensive. She did. She's got a lovely the car, apartment, girl. The apartment, the car, the hair, the make. Everything was expensive. You know what? I told you I was disappointed by one thing. Mm. Is that the guy that she was trying to seduce... Mm. It should have been a beautiful Asian man. I'd love to see... We didn't see who he was. We didn't see his face. Girl, it was a white guy. We don't know that. We don't know that. It could have been her partner. She's got a partner. Um, I, I I mean, she, what she... Show, she showcased her brand really well. It was very kind of like, I am beautiful. I am sexy. And it's like, you are every inch, all of those things. She Go is. She was talking about Asian representation and the beauty of Asians. I just wanted the person that she was being sexy for, the whole clip was for, was for an Asian man. That would have been a really, that's what really I, good statement. That, yeah, that's yeah. what I was. It would have been a cohesive, it would have come full circle about yeah. what your message was, but it wasn't. So I was a bit like, girl, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Overall, though, like Kimura, I think she'll be remembered as like beautiful and like quite sweet and drama free. Is her name still Kimura Hall or is it Kimura Iman? Well, she is in the house of Iman now. Exactly. She's been so maybe she's Kimura Hall Iman because Hall is a dynasty as well. The dynasty. The dynasty, because she obviously she's Jada's sister, isn't mm-hmm. she? And I think Taj Mahal is the current mother of the house. Oh, that's so that's clever. so good, isn't that's it? So, so good. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Taj Mahal? Yeah, it's so good. Like mm. such a good pun. Um, so maybe you know we've seen um, you know um, we've seen an O'Hara Davenport before. Okay. Isn't Raj O'Hara also in the house of Davenport somehow? Mm. Yeah. Okay. You know. No, look, let's go with a what? 
a gold, silver, bronze, what would you give that clip, that lip sync? Mm, oh, I don't know. I feel that's very reductive. I'm going to give it a silver. I'll tell you why. <laughs> the reason I give it a silver is that some of these queens have what I call the lazy jaw syndrome. Okay. When it is a lip sync, the focus, a lot of it is your mouth. And yeah. a lot of these queens, as well... As, as, as a beautiful and amazing you are, I'm looking to see the realism and and how you are lip syncing. She has a lazy jaw syndrome where like she's like you, she's not even like looking like she's saying the words. It's like she wanted to say a word but went halfway and okay. then got tired. And like I didn't, yeah, I don't like when people do that at all. So mm-hmm. that's why the next queen that we saw was Joey J. Now Joey J was the first out queen. On RuPaul's Drag Race. No other queen has been an out gay yeah. man. She's the first. Race. The first. Yes. And that, you know, I mean, her bravery needs to be commended, frankly. Well, here we are, Tom. Mm-hmm. First out queen. What was she wearing? I, I was a bit like that as well. So it didn't really work for me. I enjoyed the wig moment because I think part of her brand is being like punky new wave you know if she's not if she's wearing a wig it's like a big punky new wave moment and this is kind of like missing persons or you know wendy o williams or something like that something like kind of 80s new wave Mm -hmm. um and but you know she was wearing like a big choker and this sheer top that you could see her tattoo through yeah just the whole moment wasn't she looked like she got dressed in a hurry to me that, that, I mean, that, that, that top she was wearing, you can find it in all of those kink and fetish stores in like Manchester. You can find London. it in Primark. I've got one up, Tom. I've got two upstairs. You have? I've, I I've, actually do. I've seen it. No, three. There's a white one and then there's two black. Okay, so a little insight into Barlow's past here. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that can I do drag now? Because <laughs> yes. I've got I've, I've got that same outfit, girl. Let's put some eyeliner on you, and you're good to go. Mm. Um, so the look wasn't amazing, but I did I did enjoy Joey's kind of like self-effacing humor coming through, and that's what I get most from Joey. If she'd gone further, I think we would have seen more of this like quite dry self-effacing humor. She's quite good at making fun of herself. Yeah, I th- yeah. I, I did see that. Now her lip sync was I love it. It was very very good. In sync, I want you back. Me and my brothers grew up being boys to men, mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys, in mm-hmm. sync, blue, everything. Oh, blue, you name it. We were that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I, you'd think I was the Beyonce of all of these. No, <laughs> I got what was left over because I was the baby of oh. the Elder Brothers. Which the member brothers of NSYNC were you relegated to being? I think, oh, how we? In sync. No, in sync, I was, I don't even know the name. Was it Lance? Lance Bass. Yes. Oh, no. Well, he actually popped up in this video, ironically. I, d- I didn't. Coincidentally. I would love to have been uh, Jace. Anyway, so let's look at the lip sync. I thought it was good. It was I really, thought she really definitely fun. put the effort in. She did. And the kind of end sync moment. And like she had created a different makeup look to represent each different boy in M- Exactly. N-Sync. I thought her Lance Bantz, ba- Lance Bantz, Lance Bass was particularly uh, uncanny she got the kind of like the eyebrow kind of wide-eyed thing going on and then he popped up at the end um so it was cool it was really good really good fun and i think i mean she had lance there lance can you stay there i'm trying to do your makeup yeah, Please, yeah i'm yeah. trying to be you yeah um i do think it would have been fun to see more of joey J and showcase that sense of humor but we never got to see that but hopefully we will in the future yeah, I think it was. Um, I want to give that a. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna give it a, a happy gold. I'd Does give it a gold. Want... It was fun. I, I, maybe. Uh, is there what's between a gold and a silver? Um, like a sort of rose. A sold. A rose gold. So she's getting a sold. Okay. Which is a halfway between Actually, gold and silver. Actually, there is a thing that's a mix of gold and silver called electrum. Electrum. Mm. Is that a drag queen? It should be. Good. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give her electrum. I'll tell you why because she also had the lazy mouth syndrome. Okay. As the girl for the guy, I think she went all out. The thing it's, is, it's the thing is, actually, the, yeah. what's interesting is this: when when she was a guy, she's not afraid to like go for it and like use her face. But she's so f- focused on being sexy mm-hmm. um, as a girl, like she doesn't want to show too much crease in the face or anything. Like sexy is like I'm I'm posing, I'm giving a duck face, but mm-hmm. I'm also lip syncing as well. Yeah, that that was that was what I thought about her. Anyway, just putting it up there. Okay. 
Um, I thought it, I thought we came to an end there. It's but, in- uh, <laughs> sorry, no, no, no. We're not even halfway. That was a ghost. Um, it's interesting because um, part of Joey J's brand, and you can see it on Instagram, is like, oh, I'm a conventionally cute boy. Um, so it was interesting that she chose to showcase that in quite a comedic way. So, yeah. like, good for her. I find Joey J very likable. She is likable. Yeah. Definitely. What about Tamisha Iman? She's coming for you. you know, she came for candy. She oh. really came for candy, didn't she? I could watch Tamisha Iman on TV all day, every day. Yeah. I'd like her to move in with us. I think, you know, if she wants to move the house of Iman to Liverpool, go for it, Tamisha. You've got a base of operations You've got a here. place here for mm-hmm. you and your dynasty. Your whole you stay, dynasty. You stay with us. Um, I do want this. She's one of the queens, you know, uh, that was... In social media, saying that as soon as the NDA finishes, I'm coming for ya. I'm gonna uh, spill the yeah. tea. The only thing is that you can spill the tea whenever you want. Their contract is so sealed that you're not really allowed to anyway. It was really, really interesting. There's a queen who does a lot of videos on YouTube called Bussy Queen, who does some really great videos, Bussy actually. Bussy on fire. You're so lucky tonight. Shout out to Bussy Queen. You're so lucky. You're yeah, so lucky, lucky. You're so lucky. Tom, I was find trying a different to, harmony. Well, I was trying to harmonize. Um, so Bussy actually did a really interesting video recently. Um, uh, about their contract and she must have got hold of one from somebody um so we're checking out guys look her up on youtube um really they they can potentially if they break the nda impose huge penalties upon them like ridiculous penalties yeah a lot of money like in the millions the girls are locked into a pretty tight contract there i would say well you know what it's like you feel for them, but then you you read it and you sign it. But it's because you're a drag queen and this is actually a route into some stability in an otherwise very unstable mm. job sphere. I what say. I got from Tamisha was that Tamisha, um, she's, to me, still sounded angry at Candy. She did say that if the cameras weren't there, I would have hit her. And I, yeah, good on you because that because she she threatened you. Well, that's the thing. Candy threatened her with violence. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, good on you. Not, not that we condone violence anyway, but it was Candy who was coming for Tamisha in that way. Um, I I think that Tamisha's uh, that you know she's an older queen, she's at a phase in life. She doesn't kind of need to put a lot of effort into bringing new people into her sphere if she doesn't want them there. I don't mm. think she sees a role for somebody like Candy in her life. She did say Candy and I would never be friends. Mm-hmm. She did say that, which I, I thought was a bit like, oh, because on the show, it looked like that you kind of, when you said goodbye to her, I felt like you were just saying, oh, you know, we're good. That fight was a fight. But then yeah, that's edited. There's she, a diff- right. There is. I can still sense that she's like, no, no, no. I respect the girl, mm-hmm. but we ain't going to be friends. I think there's a difference between saying like, we've got no beef and saying we're friends. Mm, so okay. I think, you know, and I think, to me, she's a mature enough person to know the difference. Absolutely. Um, I do think, like, again, you could have a one-hour special on Tamisha, really. Her recent battle with cancer, living with a stoma. Um, she Having is, children. She has, Yeah, she is a drag queen and a gay man who has children and a family. And she's the mother of a house. And No, a, a dynasty. A dynasty. And there's just so much to talk about. So... It's, it's a shame that there wasn't more time spent on Tamisha because she's such a fabulous and interesting person. Yeah. But we went on to her music video, which was a self-penned bitch track. Arrogant. Arrogant. Can I just say that this was my favorite? It was so good. It was literally that fight that she was saying, little girl, uh-huh. little girl, I said what I said. Uh-huh. There's someone here I don't care for because <laughs> you're coming off as arrogant. Because Tamisha Iman is coming for you. And I was like, please, please. My favorite line in that fight was when when Candy said, oh, y'all better let me out here because I'm about, I'm about to hit, I'm about to hit mm. somebody. And then Tamisha stood up, walking towards her, says, you may hit many things, but you won't hit me. <laughs> I was like, oh, to me, that is it. That is, I was like, I yeah. love Tamisha. Because I hate bullies. I hate bullies. When someone says, you better watch, I'm going to hit you. I hate them with every fiber of my being. And so I love it when I see someone stand up to them and say, oh, uh, you may hit many things, but you won't hit me. I loved it. She was showing a complete lack of being intimidated. Yeah, I, I ain't scared of you. She, I loved it. She's face down. 
She's faced bigger monsters than her for years in Hollywood. I want to say that Tamisha had my favorite, my favorite song. It was my the, favorite the clip. stuff was really, really cool as well. And it was definitely her children, wasn't it? It really, really was. It was shot in black and white, so it evoked Madonna's Vogue, if you ask me. Um, and, you know... She, so full circle moment and she was dressed in like classic Tamisha Iman I'm certain she made that costume just so so cool and so fun to watch I loved it yeah love it's a gold it's a gold gold if, if there was a platinum she'd get that yeah Go with the platinum, yes. Lala Ree. You know Lala Ree, she is the best talking head. She is the narrator. Can I just make one slight little thing? There were these six, nine question moments that I don't feel we need to talk. I ain't talking about them. They were so, so produced. And yeah. I don't feel like there's a lot that's very honest. Yeah. So not, not we'll, focusing we'll, on we'll that. We'll gloss over those. We'll gloss over those. So Lala Ree, sorry, you were saying. Lala Ree is the, the narrator, isn't she? She narrated the show. She got so much energy and vivacious and a charisma. She is just, I just would love to go out on a town with her. Not even sound to the dinner for brunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come over for drinks. Cup, I think that she's, yeah. She Cuppa. is a lovely person with such a lovely spirit and like a pretty consummate, like drag performer really you know she really comes alive in a lip sync mm. i love her gown i love what she was wearing although i think that that wig that orange wig was a bit flat well that was a little bit of a thing for tamisha going through this because she's tamisha got like, sorry lala because she's a mum isn't she she's um for lala going through it um she did wear fl- wigs that are a bit too flat for her because she's actually got really strong facial features she could do with i mean i'm not Babe, I'm a not bit a of volume. She, a bit of volume, stacking, back combing, whatever it is. Um, and uh, the dress was like quite distinct. And I, I don't know what you call this neckline, but it's kind of like a bow in like a boat neck. But it was very, very interesting. Give me like a Liz Taylor, Marilyn Monroe vibe. But, but it was, yeah, it was like... Miranda Priestley at the yeah, awards. It yeah, was quite but that. it was black and leather. Is that yeah. leather? I think it was I think probably pleather, I think. Pleather. Um, and um, the the wig gave me kind of, you know, Cardi B vibes, probably. Oh, absolutely. Motor, that motorsport one, definitely. So it's, in, it's interesting to have, you know, that mix of... Like, Lala Reed and Lost Weight. She's looking fab. I was she looking was at her like... Snatched. She's lost weight. Is it me? Has she lost weight? Like, you can only see her waist. But if you're sitting down and you've got a waist like that, even with a corset, like, you've lost weight. It's hard to say because that outfit will create a cinched waist anyway because it's so blown out of the shoulders. But I think she did. She looked really, really cinched and really snatched. She looked fantastic. Um, so lovely to see Lala Ree and her lovely spirit and her energy. Another gone too soon kind of queen, really. Now, she did a an original trick as well for her lip sync. It uh, mm. uh, was to Lala Ree's Bad Bitch. And it was featuring Ocean... No, Bad Bitch Tip yeah. featuring Ocean Kelly. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it. It was very like a hip-hop 90s, early mm. noughties, kind of like bop. Something that like yeah. me and my brothers and sisters were like <laughs> dance to. Like, yeah, the song is... I, I thought it was high energy. It was really... Really, really good it was like it was i enjoyed there. it yeah i think that i think that's her her jam i think that's, that's what thing. she's going to enjoy producing yeah and people enjoy listening to no we got elliot with two t's next uh there wasn't really much to say about anything it's, it's there was another missed opportunity here because we could have talked about um candy's allegations or assertions or exactly we weren't there about the microaggressions and the use of language like uh ghetto and aggressive and that kind of thing which we saw in a lot of clips now we've already mentioned in a previous podcast how we really appreciated Elliot coming and talking to two ladies one of whom was the head of the NAACP uh, Vegas branch um, and discussing that use of language and how the outcome of it seemed to be that the consensus was Elliot is not a racist person, but she could have thought more about the language used. Yeah. But like the show missed, it, the show shies away from so many opportunities to talk about important things. And this could have been a really good one. If yeah. you ask me. That was a conversation that I would have loved to hear. And I think a conversation that was, that needed to be heard. Mm-hmm. Why was this there? Why was there that kind of animosity, um, with candy towards elliot because there is a bigger mm-hmm. picture there there is something that we're missing and i really wanted that to come to light in this reunion but they yeah. didn't shine it candy has said that there were other things that went on off screen yeah which 
you know, because the show's not choosing to show it or whatever, we 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 may never know. Well, was there's supposed to be an ice anyway? So I'm like, when did you talk? Anyway, let's go to the clip. Now she produced herself. It was Hideaway by Kiza. And why I had to watch it two or three times. I had to watch her lip sync two or three times. And I'll tell you why, okay? Um, one of the dancers <laughs> were so off. <laughs> you were really drawn to it. And I was like, I was like, Tom, I, I can't focus. The there was a there was there were two really good looking black guys. But there was one guy that was definitely like a model. Oh yeah. yeah a yeah. model black guy. And he was the one who couldn't dance. And I'm mm. like, girl, you're in Vegas. You telling me you couldn't find <laughs> another black dancer, a black male dancer to come and do your clip. You're a dancer yourself. You 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 can just look on your phone. You you can look on your Instagram. You can find a, a dancer who's black who can also dance. But that other dancer was Pulling focus for me. He was off all the time. Mm. His movements were not correct. His timing was bad. It was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Did someone call in sick? <laughs> I thought, you know, the thing that drew my eye was her outfit and exit the cut of it was really, really weird. Um, she loves an asymmetric bodysuit, but like it had this really unflattering thigh cut that made her leg look really short. In contrast to her look in the interview, which was very like, you know, Ice Queen, Alexander McQueen. Absolutely. Um, thing. So, um, yeah, our eyes were drawn to different things. But we both agreed that Elliot looked like she was having fun in this clip, which is a really, really nice, refreshing thing because she looks so serious a lot of the time. It was the most emotion I've seen in her face. So yeah. I'm like, maybe she eased off. She's coming off the Botox, maybe? I, don't I would know. really hope so because I, I genuinely think it holds her back. Like, I understand why people use Botox, but sometimes it's a bit counterproductive. When I watched the clip again after, I really did think that she shined. She did stop lip syncing at one point where mm. I was like, what's happening here? But, like, it gave me really, really pop star. Yeah. She gave me pop She's star vibes. She can dance and she actually had fun. I enjoyed her performance. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give her a gold, but because I knew I'm looking at her and her dancers, I mean... I'd give her a silver. I'll give her a silver bronze. Like, you cannot be a dancer. Oh God, when you're bronze. a dancer, all your friends are dancers. I'm telling you now, if mm. you're a dancer, everyone... Because when you grow up and you're dancing and you're working in dance, you're around dancers all the time. You got, you're, you're working ridiculous hours mm -hmm. 12 hours sometimes and then you're there the next day everyone you know as dancers that that's a thing so you cannot tell me you couldn't find another dancer who could have done the choreography right yeah i completely agree um i think i think she went for a hot guy who wasn't the best dancer <sighs> I, I i would say as well I, I you know i do appreciate one thing that elliot has brought to the conversation in drag race and it was brought up here was about her difficulties her struggles with depression mm. um so it's, it's very you know I, we always say don't we and i do think there's a lot of truth to it that the more we speak about mental health difficulties the less stigma there is around people seeking help and discussing it with their loved ones and that's a really really good thing um i, I think it's such a cliche to like, if I could help one person kind of thing. But I, I do think when people are talking about mental health problems, that there is real validity in that. There's somebody out there who connects with Elliot as a person and connects with her story, might talk to somebody and get the right kind of help. And that's what I'd hope. That was great. Now, the next queen that we have coming up was Denali. Now, if you guys haven't heard, Denali went on you on Instagram Live and mm -hmm. did her own verse to the um, Lucky. She did. And it's actually a very, very good verse. You should check it out if you haven't heard it yet. Well, she was such a standout in uh, Phenomenon. Exactly. That we could have expected that, couldn't we? Yeah, there were so, no surprises. I think Denali was wearing, because I've seen the pictures, a lot of the girls have put up what they would have worn for their finale dress. Yep. And I believe this is what she would have worn, which... Thank, thank you, Denali, for making the effort. Um, and it's very Aurora Borealis-themed, very Isimiyaki. He did a Aurora Borealis-themed collection mm -hmm. once. So I, I, it's very, very beautiful. I love the intricacy of the stones and the pattern and stuff. And she looks stunning. But don't you think the makeup was a bit metallic? I, I, I do think Denali has a habit of painting a bit pale and a bit metallic. I think the highlighter in the middle of the face is a bit too reflective. Obviously, we all love a bit of glitter, but it should be reserved for the, the highs of the cheekbones, not the middle of the face. Yes. Because yeah. I'm a makeup artist, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, in the house. Oh. Now, she did a lip sync to Blackpink. Uh, she's a big K-pop fan, so she did a lip sync to Blackpink, How You Like That. Mm. And I just want to I just want to name drop here mm. that the actual choreographer for the, um, the Blackpink girls, they're 
the huge black kink. Mm-hmm. Black kink. Yeah. Black kink. Recent- oh my god, the gay version of Black Kink. <laughs> Hi. They're huge in K-pop, but they collabed with Gaga on her last album. Yes. Man. So the choreographer is my friend Kyle, who I wow. danced with um, in New Zealand. He was the actual choreographer for um, the clip, and I noticed some of the choreography that uh, Denali was doing in her lip sync because she took some of that choreography mm-hmm. from the actual clip. That thing in the oh, air. Okay. Yeah. Not all of it, but like she it was it was a tribute. It wasn't yeah. a thief. She wasn't stealing. She, she took no bits of it and like used it and then combined it with her own. So yeah, I think that it was so good that she took it back to the ice. She showed she us did. what she had to do. She did the backflip. She did the turn. She did the split. She did a really, really good um handwork for whacking. Yeah, yeah. I I am like she's a dancer. She was really fantastic. This was a solid goal. <gasps> and the turn, the turn yeah. where her 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 leotard turned into um a, another dress. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was she was grand. She, she has massive admiration f- from me for like getting up in drag, putting on pads, putting on a wig, putting on a dress, and then ice dancing like that it's fantastic Nelly she's um, gold she's really really amazing before and also each week she's put up really amazing ice dancing performances to a lot of the lip syncs yes. so it's so so cool one thing I would say we could have done without the funny uh, like pink special effect things uh, I don't speak for me. I didn't mind it. I'm not speaking for you. I never do. Tom. Um, I just think she, her talent is so amazing that I didn't need any cheap special I'm not a puppet. Okay, Tom. No, I'll no, hold up. Before strings. we get on to Tina Bruner, there was the golden, the, the golden, the golden boot award. <laughs> the golden boot award. There's a golden boot award given to like the worst outfit. Okay. Now that was given to Lala Ree for her, uh, what was it? What do you call that? Paper bag dress? However, I feel, Tom, I don't know how you feel about mm-hmm. this, but I feel that it should have gone to Candy for that um, green, that green suit with a piece of like a, a, a an alien scarf on her. Mm-hmm. I think that she should have gone that because Lalaurie made that outfit, but yeah. Candy brought that with her. Completely agree. There has to be a distinction. You know, not every queen is good at constructing garments and so you know it's very very easy to say the things that they make for a ball can can be the worst ever but if you have brought that look then that's a special kind of sin there you go and i i feel the golden boot award actually goes to candy do we agree she could have got it for the alien look she could have got it for the pocket look she could have got it for her finale look at least the finale look was a weird kind of concept but there was polish there was polish you can't polish like, crap. But you Tom. can throw glitter on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what she tried. No, so we're awarding it to gold. They go to boot award. We are going to candy. candy. Thank you. Next up, we've got Tina Bruna. Lala's brought Romeo looks were actually very, very good. She had that yeah. fabulous gold uh, Pepper LaBeija confection. Oh, yes. She had the reptile from Mortal Kombat train absolute, thing. Absolute, it was so good. Absolute. Yeah. Now, look at Tina Burner. Tina Burner, you mentioned that her makeup was better. I Load, can't see a difference because no, 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 I don't no, really. Because no. I'm okay. not an MUA Tom okay. like you. Well, some of us are <laughs> around here. Um, so the basics of drag makeup were being observed for a change. She was upsweeping her eyebrows, she was upsweeping the um, slant on the eyeliner and the eyeshadow because Joe. Um, Tina Burner, her face is what we call a brick. She's got a very square, rectangular face. She needs to carve it. She needs to lift it. And she was doing it better today. Much, much softer. The contouring was better. She was contouring her jawline, which she wasn't really doing before either. Mm. Like, all in all, like... A huge level up. It was it was very much the Coco Montrese, where Coco Montrese improved her makeup after she saw herself on the orange, show. Aren't you glad to see me? She was like, she goes, I don't know why everyone was coming for my orange look. I wasn't orange. And then she watched the show and then she said, okay, yeah, I see you now. And then she improved it. <laughs> what I'd say about Coco is that was more of a, a colouring issue because of the studio lights. Exactly. She was used to painting for the stage. There, and so was Tina Burner. That's yeah, the thing. But, but still, the difference is Coco was getting the shapes right. Tina was not. I will say, it, it, Tina looks stunning this evening. She looks like... Anna Nicole Smith at an award show, which looks fantastic. Mm. No, she said something about the mean girls. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, everyone's coming for, she was, they're coming at 
Tina Burner and Candy because of and maybe got Mick because of that mean girls they didn't like it and then mm-hmm. she said something about you know the mean girls it's about it's it's about making fun of yourself and I'm like no it's not she's she, she said some other thing but she said mean girls you know it's about making fun of yourself that, that's why she called herself the mean girls no 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 the mean girls was not making fun of yourself mm-hmm. it was about making it was about making fun of everyone. That's Absolutely. why they had a book. The, the book was making fun of them. It's about victimizing people. Exactly. Raise your hand if you've been victimized <laughs> by Dr. Tom. Well, you should put your hand up. Lily, put your hand up. Yeah. Listeners, put your hand up. Beth and Leslie, who left <laughs> reviews, hands up. Um... Yeah, Malabaka, you too. <laughs> Holly, why you're at it? Um, Regina George never ever made fun of herself. She made fun of everybody else. But the moral of the story is that gets you nowhere. So you should think about it and try and be kinder to people. Mm. Tina may not have. Tina, seen the I film. don't know. I don't know what Mean Girls you're watching. That was that is not the same Maybe show. Maybe watched Mean Girls too. I've never seen that. It's supposed to be bad. I don't think it's going to be different. So Tina Burner did um, a, her own original lip sync song to Turner and Burner from Tina Burner. So I have things to say. Like, I really do... On a podcast? On a podcast. <gasps> Gasp! <laughs> I, yes. do, I do think Tina got too much stick for her colour palette. Because I think it's quite a brave and conceptual thing to do. To go for like this flames, orange, red and yellow colour palette. And just to try and make it work. And I think she should be commended more for it. By the by, and I loved her little family of Tina Burners in the background. Having said that, I don't want to hear her rap anymore. Yeah. She still has flow issues. She really, really does. She squashes can so she much not, stuff in. Can she not hear that she hasn't found the flow in the way that she raps? Can she... I, like, she must have heard it, played it back, because obviously she went to a recording studio or mm-hmm. somewhere, and someone helped her with the music. Yeah. But no one stop and say... There's something about the way you're delivering your rhythm it's so of the rap to to. and that your flow. That it's it's just not good. I mean, I I mean, she has no real friends, and she had that whole yeah. army of Tina Burners behind exactly. her, and none of them stopped to say, "Girl, <laughs> like you better, you are not turning and burning anything, okay? You you better stop because that flow was that flow was off." The irony being, she can sing. We know she can sing. But this is rapping. Yeah, no, her. but that's the thing. Like, why didn't she do like a fun show? Why is she trying to market herself as some sort of, yeah, I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm a cool mom. Um, like maybe rapstress instead of like, just like embracing her musical theater roots mm. and doing like a lovely singing. Did you see girl. her taking Joey J's choreography? Yeah. That one part. I was yeah. like, Oh, Joey, Jay, it's coming for you. I just thought that was, yeah. Uh, I do want to, I'm going to give her a silver because like her rap needs improvement. Do you know what I think? Her about- rhythm is off. I'm going to give her a bronze for that. Um, overall, with, with Tina Burner, I think she's such a fantastic, talented person. Do you know what my thoughts are on her run on this show? She suffered from being in Sherry Pie's shadow because they're of a similar archetype of campy, entertaining New York queens. But obviously, there's such a shadow cast from Sherry Pie's legacy, from her wrongdoings, her crimes, um, that Tina um, was very, very much pictured and pitched in a similar way and was really never onto a winner this season. Mm. I think she's more talented and more likable than she was made out to be. Yeah. But that's just my thought. But we see other queens, especially Bianca Del Rio, and think about the drag queen who was saying that Tina is a legend and an icon. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really, really happy to hear Queen saying what you're seeing on TV is not really capturing the stardom and the yep. X factor that she Completely is. Agree. And I, I really, really love that because some of the queens did that as, as well for uh, Roxy Andrews, mm-hmm. who had a really, really bad edit. People are the queens are the ones who came out saying yeah. she's actually the concept. She is the definition of yeah. drag is Roxy Andrews. Yeah, and so for me, hearing other queens say that, I changed the way that I watch the show because the show has one mm. agenda, but the queens are saying another thing. And I've heard it time and time again. Roxy mm-hmm. Andrews is the definition of what a drag queen Absolutely. is. Absolutely, Darian Lake as well. Darian uh. Lake got a really, really bad edit, and then all of the top four, Bianca Daria, Adore, they, 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 they were saying Darian is one of the nicest people. And yeah. so you, it's, it's really, really good when you hear other queens stand up for queens who get a bad edit. I love that, and you know, if Bob and Bianca are saying it, I'm buying it. Yeah. Done. So, yeah, good for you, Tina. Um, I'd love to see her come back for an All Stars because mm. I'd love to see her come back at a different time 
maybe when people are more ready to accept her brand of queen. Listen, look, uh, what about Utica? Utica was struck by lightning. <laughs> Where which, did that come from? Which makes so much more sense now. <laughs> oh my God, I really, I get Everything it. Now makes I get sense. it. Utica was struck by lightning. Everything makes sense. I do want to say this about Utica. Um, Utica, with her lip sync, it was good because she was using her mouth and her face and her emotion showed. And there's, mm-hmm. there's beauty in that. There's a beauty in that. Because it's a lip sync. It's not a photo shoot. Her lip sync was one of my favorites because it had this like really interesting concept. She was some sort of like vampire hunter caught in a spider web or something. Mm, okay. And it was something you could have seen on Dracula. Yeah. Um, in fact, actually, you know, the connections, there's something that Hollow Eve does. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, but that's... I know it's different, but it's like the concept is somewhat similar. Um, I loved her look. She looked like Annie Lennox at an office job. You know, just Annie Lennox. I'm a secretary now. Mm. That's who she is. Yeah. Um, I do find Utica a really interesting personality, and she's so visually talented and creative. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I agree. I, I want to see more and more of like what she produces in terms of her art. Me too. I find it so awesome that they kind of paired her together with Olivia Lux because I think there was one little moment where they were trying to make some drama between them two. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, so they did pair them together. Olivia Lux is looking like some Mary J. Blige uh, kind of 80s, 90s queen with that big, uh, big afro. I got Shaka Khan vibes with that huge hair. Oh, mm. Shaka cannot. <laughs> Shaka can. Uh, she also did her lipstick to Mary J. Blige. I'm going down. Mm-hmm. Loved seeing. Oh, that was flat. Mm, I don't know. I didn't really hear it. It should have been. Nope. You sing that on a regular basis. You love that. Yeah, song. I do love that. What song. did you think of her performance? Best emotion. It's such a 90s R&B clip. She's so real. She's so raw. She's so honest. I love that we got to see her play piano. That's I a love gold. that as well. It was a gold. I love when a queen is able to bring her extra special talents into it, whether it's ice dancing, playing the piano. These, these girls are so, so talented. Yeah. And they just, a lot of them just happen to do it through the format of drag. Mm. So it was so, so good to see her playing that piano. I, yeah. It was, and it, it was, you know, the I looked, the way it was shot was really, really stylish with the shadows. It was very, it was very 90s Mary J. Blige very R&B. That. It was very, that kind it of R&B. It was a 90s music video, yeah. actually, because the 90s, they loved all these like shadows and like obscure shots and mm. stuff. It was just like, that's how you did a music video. They made Lallery and Denali do a look sync because she chose the two lip sync assassins and okay. made them lip sync against each other didn't so, they so and it was a lip sync assassin moment yes yeah. it was so great because it was it was kind of a rematch because them two lip synced yeah. each other with each other in the beginning mm-hmm. and um lalari won so now this was a rematch of two lip sync assassins denali who was lip syncing for a charity or uh, national center for transgender equality yes. and lalari was lip syncing for the charity national black justice coalition the nbjc I well, the song was La Bouche Be My Lover. That was a lip sync. So so it good. Was, I can't, that so was such good. a good lip sync, both of them. Now I do want to say this. They were both amazing. Who gave better face? La Larie. Yep. Who gave better body and movement and stunts? It was Denali. That one-handed but cartwheel. They both did good. They did it like they both were really, really good. They could both dance. They both gave face, but one gave it better than the other. I loved when they both backbanded at the same time. Oh, I loved Lalari better because Lalari kind of sultried her way into that mm-hmm. with the music. I just thought it was great. I think this was worth a double. This was definitely a double. I wouldn't. I didn't know who to choose. I was like both for them, both for them. But the win was given to Denali. Was it for storyline like you yeah. beat me in the beginning, but now we're equal? That kind of thing going on there. I, I think if this had been on the show, people would have clamored for a double Shantae. Yeah, both absolutely. Were so so good. Yep, that's that's the one. But I agree with you. I think it was kind of like, oh, you sent her into the pork chop loading dock, but now. She wins. Yeah. But thankfully, both the charities got some money, so that was really cute. That was kind of the gist of it. Look, we're going into the finale, so make sure to join us next week when we look at the top four, <gasps> however it happens, when they mm-hmm. crown the winner. Um, it was so cool because as we're finishing off, I'm remembering RuPaul logging off when she ended the show, and then she uh, took the broom, and then she was sweeping. Yeah. And I'm like, you have never picked up a broom in Absolutely. your life. She picked her up backwards yeah. and then sort of figured out... Was, yeah. 
Let's do some. She's like, how do I hold it? She goes, okay. So I hold the brush and I put the stick on the floor. No, okay, cool. I bet, I bet as she was doing that, she was being like, I am really down to her. Yeah, I'm I've seen them. Uh, this is how person. I saw it on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I saw them yeah, do it. Yeah. Anyway, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Spilling the GNT podcast. Make sure to follow our Instagram. Just look for Spilling the GNT podcast or uh-huh. our Twitter. And also, if you would like to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts we or Spotify that. or wherever you can, please do so. Or if you don't have any of those platforms, you can go on podchaser.com and leave us a review there. Thank you very much. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week for Lots. the finale. Bye. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.